Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hi, teacher, and welcome to another episode of Get Richer Teacher. And today we're talking about a juicy topic of building your own personal teaching brand. There's so many myths around that topic. So I've decided to record an episode because uh, you may have noticed that I've built quite a strong brand. My name is recognized and it's being associated with a whole bunch of products, a whole bunch of services and with what I do for people. And that's basically is the whole goal. So if you want to build a personal brand, which is very often what teachers do anyway, um, I think this this use of, episode will be very very useful. Um, so, the myths. Let's start with the myths. People think that a personal brand or a brand in general is just colors, fonts, and that is it, basically. And the way your Instagram profile looks. And there is obviously so much more to it. There is so much more that very often people don't even know. I mean, you can Google this information, obviously, but nobody thinks about it because what we do as teachers is that we just look at others. We look at people who, oh, okay, she uses pink and yellow and that's that's what the brand is, right? No, it's not. There is so much more to it that we very often don't like the brand wouldn't even talk about it in a very direct way, but that is definitely part of um, the strategy. Because remember that having a personal brand, a brand has a business goal. There is a strategy behind it and a business goal. It's not for the sake of just being, it's for the sake of sales. So you have to be very much aware of the fact that if you want to build a brand, your sole purpose is to make sales. And that's it. So that's the whole, uh, that's the whole misconception. So we're going to start with uh, the easy, the basics, right? Obviously, at some point, when it's, when it comes to having a personal brand, things like a color, a logo, and things like that, they do appear as part of that, but they are a very, very small part. I personally started my personal brand, um, kind of specification. Is that the word? <laughs> um, with analyzing myself. And that's where. I would suggest you start too. So you can start with either asking yourself what your 
passion is or where your zone of genius is, what you really are good at. So books such as The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks may really help because they really, it would really help you figure out what that unique thing, and that's another thing, brands should be unique. Um, And it's not hard to be unique because the biggest uniqueness is about you and what you represent. Um, as a person, as a person with certain interests and expertise. Um, so that might help you in, in realizing what that is. Uh, there is also things as, such as a SWOT analysis. I don't know if you've ever heard of a SWOT analysis. It's a, it's an analysis of strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So if you draw something like this on a piece of paper, you could, um, Find out, um, you can obviously ask people who know you well, um, what these are, and you can figure out what those four elements are for you. So you can write a paragraph in your strengths, in your weaknesses, in your opportunities and your threats. So strengths would be things that you are personally really good at. Weaknesses are things that you're not great at. So you, this this will be just feedback for you on what not to focus on. A good example might be, I am good at being on video and using my voice to um, convey messages. You might not be good at that, but you might be good at writing. So you should definitely uh, consider things like that. And opportunities are the things, are the external factors that make it, um, that make it easier for yourself to use your strengths and eliminate or minimize your weaknesses. So for example, if you are a person, let's say, who is better at writing, not really not really great at uh, video making, I would say that the opportunity for you is using email marketing. A threat would be YouTube <laughs> for obvious reasons. So that's just one example, okay? So a SWOT analysis might be a good idea to do when you're trying to uh, strategize around uh, your brand. Another thing, or just your passion. What are you passionate about? What do you specifically within teaching, within being a human as well, do you enjoy doing? And what's important to you? Because a brand is also something uh, that you we need to figure out the identity of. And the identity of a brand is obviously all the things that make you unique, but also the values. So it's your personality, it's your kind of culture where you grew up, where you where you currently live. So the things that have um, an impact on you, how you show up. So for example, my personality is very bubbly. It's quite positive. It's 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 um, what else? I come from Poland, which has its, you know, drawbacks, but also your, uh, the positives, which influences my brand because it influences who I am. And the way I show up, I could be a bit more, I don't know, professional, but I've decided that as a, like, the way I show up online is going to be completely authentic. Um, 
it's also about the appearance. So that where that's where things such as the visual elements. So my colors, my colors are yellow, pink. There is also a tiny bit of blue and um, and other quite bright colors. They very well represent who I am as a person. I didn't use any any professional kind of guidance when it comes to choosing those colors, but they you probably would agree, represent who I am quite well. It can also be um, fonts, because definitely fonts have a, play a huge role. The way your website looks, for example. But these are things that, at the beginning, yes, you should think about it more or less. But um, when you have more money and more resources, you can definitely invest in so, but, so that somebody will help you figure it out professionally. Um. It's also about the relationship. If you're building a personal brand, then you kind of are the face of your brand. So your relationship with your customers and the fact whether, and, and the question whether they can ask you questions, whether they can communicate with you via, for example, social media is really important. For me, these are very, very important parts of my um, brand. And finally, who is the target audience of that brand? So it's not about all the learners in the world, but a group of people that will resonate with the things that come or add as or consist of uh, of your what your brand consists of, basically. Because it's not going to be everybody. And it's obvious. It's obvious. If you are trying to cater to everybody it's it's a recipe for misalignment sometimes even disappointment so these are the things to take into account like that identity of your brand so first is what then the identity of your brand and there is also your values so your values will be important because that's what influences your marketing and your messaging so if you don't know what your values exactly are um, and we start with your values because it's a personal brand, but then we kind of assign those values to your to your business or to your to your to your to the value of your of your brand as a um, in a business sense. Um, I would Google that. Just just there is a quiz. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Uh, how to figure out what my values are? I did many of these to find the values, and I've got about five. Um, they are freedom, authenticity, empowerment, growth, and compassion. And they are visible and very well recognized in everything I do, in my content, in my offers, in the way I communicate with my clients, in the way I work with my clients. Um, and this is something that you also need to um need to decide what it is maybe not even decide it's identify because everybody has values we sometimes are just not aware so have a look online on um some sort of words describing values and see what resonates because these are probably the values of your brand as well okay um and another thing that you may want to uh think about is your mission your mission. So what, in an ideal world, what would you like for your brand to do to your clients? Or what would you like for your clients to achieve when they've had contact with your brand? So for example, my mission is empowering teachers 
to build their own version of freedom. And I actually encourage you to come up with a statement like this. Um, that's why, again, it comes in so handy to have a very specific target audience because otherwise it's very hard uh, to come up with something that resonates with these people. Um, and finally, there is a vision. So my vision uh, for my brand is seeing the world where freelance language teachers thrive or just language teachers thrive because they've built businesses that are fun, profitable, uh, profitable and sustainable for them. So it's something that I definitely want to see because it helps everybody. It has an impact on their students, on the world in general. So that's something that I really, really would want to see in the world. What is that for you? What's your vision? So when you've got all that information, and as you can see now, the myth of it only being colors and fonts is just a myth. Um, there is so much more to it. It's so much easier to create things, to create products, to create ways in which you can make money um, using uh, the online world or even face-to-face -face, and um, to find those those elements or those points where your the needs of your audience and you intersect because it's really important that there are points of inter intersection and again you're not going to intersect with everybody and that's a good thing that's why having a personal brand also automatically makes you stand out and finally um there are different ways in which you can monetize being a personal brand so one of the ways that I think comes much easier to teachers is being an expert. So you become an expert in your area of expertise. Um, and unfortunately, the problem, big problem here is that teachers, the way teachers try to monetize their brand, and especially using social media content, is by only showing that they are experts at the language. And that is a bit of a trap because then like, if the language is the only thing that people would need in order to become successful, so let's say that the target audience is people, Polish IT workers who want to improve their language to improve their career prospects, that's a very good target audience. And let's imagine that there is a teacher who posts for this audience or creates products for this audience, what would they do? Only things that include words and grammar that that person, Polish IT worker, needs to learn, that's obviously very naive. That's obviously not the whole picture. So I still don't understand why so many teachers pretend like language is the only thing that matters. I think that we should be communicating everything that comes into um, becoming a fluent language speaker. And a lot of people that I've worked with, but also um, other people are already trying and starting to see the significance of other things, such as um, motivation, building good habits, like so many things. It's not just the language. Um, and in my opinion, in order to build an effective and a trustworthy brand as an expert is showing all of that, not just the language. Because there is another side, there is another way of making money or monetizing your brand. You can become an influencer and becoming an influencer basically can mean creating as much 
content that attracts as many people because then you know it's not the people who become your customers it's the brands other brands who want to work with you and pay you to um to promote their products so for example imagine that there is a teacher who has an audience of a hundred thousand followers it's much more likely and it really doesn't matter what they post there because they're Goal is not for those people, those, those, uh, followers to become the teacher's clients. It's just for them to be entertained and engaged with the content so that the brands who pay the influencer teacher can sell their product. So it's a completely different story. And I feel like everybody falls or a lot of people fall into that trap and just create more and more and more and more, um, linguistic content that doesn't help anybody, that doesn't move people closer to working with your brand or getting engaged with your brand um, because it doesn't work like this. It, there is no strategy behind it and, and it's very hard. Um, so that's, these are, these are the basics, I would say. So check in with yourself. Where do you feel more drawn to? Maybe you'd want to be a, um, a, a, an influencer. That's, that's not a problem at all. That's, there is nothing wrong with that, but you just need to understand what your goals are. Because if you want people to come and sign up for lessons with you, then you need to show them that you're an expert, not at the language, at your job. Okay. And that's a little bit, um, of a wider, um, territory. Um, and I think, that that's it for today. So it's a quick one. It's just an introduction. And obviously there will be more training coming on all those topics, personal branding, because there is so much more to it. But for now, that's what I, um, that's what I think will be enough for you to understand, to start thinking about what your brand is, what it represents and how it intersects with a potential target audience. Okay. Hope this has been useful. Let me know your thoughts. If you, when you've listened to this, uh, send me a message on Instagram and bye-bye for now. It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one -one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.